Planet Mundus, Music and Society. Uh, this week, Music and Society reporter Miriam Karut is going to tell us the story of searching and finding the Sugar Man, a rather unusual story of an international success and a very special documentary about his life. Who are we talking about? Ramon, we are talking about Rodriguez. There's no secret recipe for successful attempts at influencing or changing the lives of others for the better. The key is to love what you do and just do it. Because if you love it, somebody else may love it as well. And why not get inspired by it? And Rodriguez did exactly this and became famous. But his story of fame is a little different than what you may imagine. What's so special? Well, we're talking about the story of Sixto Rodriguez, a U.S.-born Mexican folk musician who lived in obscurity for many years. Very talented, indeed comparable to Bob Dylan and Cat Stevens, he wrote and sang songs inspired by real stories based on human problems. All of this was accompanied by great maladies, although he did not manage to make it in the American music business. But one day it all changed. Comparable to Bob Dylan, and he didn't have a breakthrough in America. Oh, that's quite depressing. But how did it change? Well, he did know he had some fans in Australia where he also performed. He was just not famous in the U.S. yet. And he certainly didn't know he was famous in other parts of the world. On the other side of the Atlantic, Rodriguez became an inspiration for thousands of Sorry, for thousands of South Africans in a country which at the first uh, at the time was under apartheid regime, Uh, apartheid regime. Okay. Through his music, he managed to sell more records than Elvis Presley at that same time. How did this come about? Let's look at the story from the beginning and try to understand how things evolved. Well, maybe we're famous too. Imagine Planet Mondays is a huge thing in Nepal or something. (laughs) But yeah, let's hear the story. I wish, I wish. So Sixto Rodriguez was born in 1941 in Detroit, USA, and his father had migrated from Mexico in the 1920s. His life in the U.S. was not comfortable or rich, something which is reflected in many of his songs, which are based on the difficulties that poor people may face in cities. Rodriguez studied philosophy before getting involved in music, and in the late 1960s, he wrote his first songs and studio albums, Cold Fact and Coming From Reality. Let's listen to a sample from his first album, Cold Fact. Woman, please be gone. You stayed here much too long. Don't you wish... Yeah, but unfortunately, these did not sell in the U.S., so Rodriguez remained relatively unknown in his home country. At the same time, by the mid-1970s, his albums were starting to gain significant airplay in Australia, Botswana, New Zealand, South Africa, and Zimbabwe. But he wasn't aware of his fame abroad, especially not about South Africa. Well, so the poor guy thought he was not successful decades into his music career? Yeah, and he just continued his life that way. He gave a couple of concerts in Australia, but at the same time, his songs became more more and more famous in South Africa. And at this time, the country was under a political regime that enforced racial, racial segregation where the rights of the black inhabitants and other ethnic groups were suppressed. Rodriguez's music became an inspiration for thousands of people living in this hardship and racism. His music has been referred to as the soundtrack to their lives. So Rodriguez became a myth. A false rumor was circulated saying that Rodriguez had committed suicide in the 1970s. 
But then a music journalist in South Africa decided to look into that and revealed the truth. Rodriguez was alive and kicking in the U.S., living with his family. Interesting. So this journalist discovered him. Is that how he found out he was successful? Yes, at least that is how it is depicted in the documentary Searching for Sugar Man. The song Sugar Man itself was a great hit. Let's have a small taste of it. Sugar Man, won't you hurry? Cause I'm tired of these scenes. So after being discovered, he decided to tour in Africa in the 90s, and the response was incredible. Songs like I Wonder were given a standing ovation during these concerts. This song, which is included in the documentary Searching for Sugar Man, became an inspiration for the anti-apartheid movement. And this is why we're going to listen to it today. Why do you think this this song is so relevant in post-apartheid times? Well, first of all, this whole album is still relevant because racism still exists. But this song in particular can not only relate to racial issues, but in terms of the recent Weinstein scandal, we can also relate it to the whole hashtag MeToo movement. The song may touch every person's soul, let alone people who have faced discrimination and have had to fight for essential things in life, be it racism, uh, be it racism or women rights. Furthermore, its simple yet touchy lyrics refer to human emotions such as love and hate and about controversial issues such as war. Rodriguez expresses his concern about all these negative aspects of life and wonders whether they are ever going to come to an end. Ooh, how did he finally become famous in the US? Well, since the cinematic release of Searching for Sugarman and 2012, Rodriguez has experienced a flush of media exposure and fan interest in the United States, as well as Europe. Rodriguez never expected this success and fame, though. He's a very humble person, according to his daughter, but I think we can learn from his story that loving what you do, especially when this has a positive social, social impact, may explain such success in the long term. Bayern Mundus, music and society. Thank you.